Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome in to another fantastic edition of The Morning Five. It is Friday Eve. It's Thursday, August 25th. And today's podcast is presented by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, it's a bit of a wet, nasty day outside. I didn't know we were going to get this kind of rainy, nasty Thursday in store for us today. It's supposed to sort of be like this all day today, isn't it? Yeah, unfortunately, but we'll get we'll get through this. We'll get through this to the point where hopefully we won't have this on Friday. That's that's the main thing. That that's what I'm looking up now because I'm going to make sure that we have a now this now now this isn't bad for a Friday night football game. What we had last week was bad. The the thunder, the lightning, all that stuff that came with the rain. So Friday is looking good tomorrow. It's like a between a 24 and a 36% chance of rain, which is typical for this time in Georgia. So that, that that's good. That's good. So uh, yeah. hopefully we get some nice warm weather and it dries out a little bit tomorrow for all the football games. Uh, but the softball games that we'll talk about later in the podcast, uh, they might be in jeopardy tonight. I'm not real sure. Uh, today, Billy, is National Banana Split Day. Can you get behind that? A hundred percent. I love me some banana splits, honestly. You know what? They I might are... surprise you here. So do I. Really? I do enjoy banana splits. I, yeah, I do. I love bananas. Uh, and so, yeah, yeah, I can I can also get with you on the banana split train. Okay. Who, who yeah. has the best banana split around here? Who, who has the best one that you've had? This one might surprise you, too. Um, Sonic. Oh, okay. I've never had Sonic's banana split. Yeah, Sonic banana splits are bomb. Do you know what else Sonic has that's really good that you would never expect? What's that? S- soft pretzels. Really? Most random thing ever. Uh, Sonic has some amazing soft pretzels. Yeah, my kids love them. That's like their favorite um, post-school Friday treat is a soft pretzel from Sonic. Yeah, you would never think that, would you? No, not no. at all. One of the most random things. Also, Billy, uh, another day today that I know both of us can get behind, National Burger Day. Oh, hell yeah. Let's go. I mean, that's a no-brainer. If you don't like burgers, get the hell out of America. I mean, there's nothing that's more American right. There's nothing more American <laughs> than burgers. What do you put on your burger? Um, Typically either just cheese and, and ketchup honestly that's that's typically my normal stuff if i'm at home if i'm put, cooking stuff at cooking burgers on the grill at home it's just cheese and ketchup but if i'm like in a restaurant i'm all for getting me some bacon i'm all for getting me some like fried egg put on that oh okay me. yeah i I always go so bottom layer is a little light mayo on the bottom on the bottom bread bun and it has to be uh, what's the buns with the seeds on it what are those called um, sesame seed buns it has to be a sesame seed bun with my burger at home this is at home 
So sesame seed bun, light thing of mayo on the bottom, patty, cheese, but the cheese has to be melted over some onions, diced up some onions, put it on the burger, then melt a thing of cheese over it while it's on the grill. On top of that, I'll put some I'll put some mustard on it. Uh, and then if I have any lettuce and tomato, I'll throw that on it. And then if I have any barbecue sauce, I'll put a light, light smear of barbecue sauce under the top patty and then put that down and uh, that's my burger that's that's how i like to enjoy my burgers you're so bougie i do i, I am when, when i when i want my burgers i want my burgers dressed up uh yeah when i when i'm doing burgers i want to go all out and dress my burgers up i i've i've had the egg i've had that at uh, vortex um and i've done uh bacon on them before here at home but i've never done the egg at home i'll have to try that one day yeah Billy, yesterday was a great day to be a brave. Honestly, it's been a pretty good season to be a brave. Uh, been a, what maybe a year and a half. Good, good years to be a brave. Uh, Fourteen to two, they beat the Pirates yesterday. They sweep the Buckos up in Pittsburgh. Olson with a monster, monster grand slam has four RBIs yesterday. Dan's Bay with three RBIs. Riley and Contreras added in two RBIs apiece, and Acuna and Grossman also added in. An RBI piece. One of the greatest things to see, though, in my opinion, 14 runs is nothing to cough at. And But one of the greatest things we got to see yesterday was Kyle Wright going seven innings, allowing no runs, and striking out a Kyle Wright is now, he has 16 wins, which I believe is tied for first in either the National League or the MLB. Uh, Major. He's, he's yep. four wins away from 20, dude. That's nuts. Yeah. And what, what ticks me off, and you and I talked about this when it was happening, but what ticks me off is the fact that Kyle Wright only had 73 pitches in seven innings. And they didn't let him go back out. Yeah, and I don't... I would have liked to seen... I, there's no wrong answer here. You get, because you're up massively, so there's no wrong answer. You leave Kyle Wright in, and he closes out the game, fantastic. You get a complete game out of Kyle Wright. You take him out and save two innings of his arm, and you get the bullpen some work. I, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm super upset about it. I would have liked to see Kyle Wright try to finish the game because that's just how I am. I love to see pitchers try to finish the game. Um, but I'm not going to be too upset with the decision to pull him out. Like I, you know, Would have loved to see him pitch a complete game. Not terribly upset they pulled him out. And that's, uh, that's three, four, uh, three starts in a row now where he is allowed two or less earned runs. And honestly, other than that Mets start on the 4th of this month, uh, I mean, all, all the way dating back to the beginning of July through all of July and all of August so far, Kyle Wright has been unfreaking stoppable. Yeah, he's he's been stellar, and he's been a bright spot in the Braves rotation and something that we've desperately needed, considering that we figured that Charlie would be doing this and it's it's not charlie and it's kyle so I'm, I'm perfectly fine with it and right now as we said kyle wright is tied for first the majors and wins uh he's 18th in era he's tied for 17th in strikeouts and he's in the top 25 for whip so we will take that i don't think that's something we expected out of kyle wright at least i didn't expect that out of kyle wright this year i thought he would be a nice third piece to morton and freed and turns out that he is that kind of secondary battery mate to Freed. I think Morton is now the third string pitcher, if you will. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, the Braves are now up, what, 30 games over 500? Uh, let me, one, two, three. Let me take off my shoes real quick. Uh, five, six. Yes, 30 games. Yep. 78 and 48. Holy and, crap. And only a game and a half back of the Metropolitans. We're, we're 30 games over 500 and we're 
game and a half back of the Mets. That's just still crazy to me. I'm still looking at these Kyle Wright stats. Uh, since June 1st, he started 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. He started 15 games, and the Braves in those 15 games are 13 and 2. Good Lord. Good. <laughs> that is a. He didn't lose. The Braves didn't lose a game when he started in July. They lost one in June and one in August, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been really good for Kyle lately. Uh, and, and we're kind of getting hot at the right time, so that's great to see. They have a day off tonight before starting a three-game set this weekend with the Cardinals. So excited to see that. Excited to see uh, how we keep progressing. Who do the Mets have this weekend? Do you know off the top of your head, Billy? No, I don't. Mm, probably somebody easy. Uh, they have so. yeah. the Rockies. Yeah, yep, they have somebody a, easy. Yep, they start a four-game set with the Rockies tonight, so that'll be a 3-1 sweep probably, unfortunately, for the Mets. Billy, let's get to some high school football for tomorrow night. We'll also talk about it on tomorrow's pod, but I kind of wanted to go a little bit in-depth. We forgot to do this last week, and I told you I wanted to do this before each each week of games. I want to pick a game of the week for us uh, to go over. Um, so we'll go over all these games, then after we go over them, we will pick a game of the week, in our opinion, uh, the best matchup from around the area. Uh, Bowden at Central Billy, this is a game that I, I was I was looking forward to when I saw it on the schedule. Bowden came out last week, looked really strong um, against, why am I blanking? I was at that game, who they played? Uh, Manchester. Manchester. Yeah, and Central, Central looked really strong as well last week. This is a, this is a battle, it's a non-region battle, obviously. Bowden's 1A, Central's 4A. Uh, but this will be interesting to see what both teams have. Yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to see Bowden's offense looked really strong on, on Friday night. And what was strong for Central outside of their, their offense, because their offense was playing very well last week too, but their defense was strong. Um, and I would love to see Bowden's Bowden's offense versus Central's defense this week. That's That's going to be my main thought is, is how the, that plays out. Um, I think Central's offense is going to put up points and uh, against Bowden. So it's that's going to be my question, is can Bowden actually put up points against Central? And tune in tomorrow night to the pregame show to get our picks. We will be doing our picks tomorrow night on the Hometown Sports Media pregame show and watch social media channels for where you can download that and find that i actually have the android link downloaded on my phone now that we were testing out last night and it does work flawlessly uh, so awesome. that is a yeah it's fantastic news bremen versus harrelson county one team coming off a win versus herd county in week one with bremen harrelson county coming off a rough start uh versus raven county billy how do you see this one kind of playing out tomorrow night this rivalry it you have to throw it out man uh you know, you think that it doesn't it doesn't matter because it's it's such a deep rooted rivalry that you don't it, it's sort of like, you know, the Iron Bowl or Army Navy. It's it's so deep that you, nothing matters with this rivalry. So I'm not sure. I'm literally not sure about this game. Um, you know, on paper, you look at it, you know, Bremen's one of the Harrison County's 0-1. You'd think, oh, well, Bremen has a a really strong chance of winning this game but then i dude i i have no idea i i literally don't i'm excited to see how this one turns out because yeah through the through the preseason we were kind of questioning where bremen was at as a football program and then they come out week one and 
beat Heard County. It's a great thing for Bremen and the Harrelson County comes out versus Raven and just kind of stumbles out of the block. It's it, Bremen's either going to keep momentum or Harrelson County is going to regain momentum for their season uh, here in week two. The next one, Carrollton at South Paulding. South Paulding has a bunch of dudes. I think they have two or three guys inside the Georgia top 100 in recruiting. And then Carrollton has, well, everybody knows what Carrollton's roster contains. Uh, they have the top quarterback recruit in 2026, along with probably 15 other guys that are going to go D1. Uh, can Carrollton put up another 60-plus burger on South Paulding this weekend? I don't know if they'll reach 60, but they're definitely going to be able to put up points. Um, I think this game is going to be really intriguing, too, for me, just simply because of the amount of dudes that South Paulding does have. Um, but can they scheme it up to where they can stop and slow down Carrollton? Carrollton's defense looked really good last week against um, Gaston City as well, but you know you never you never can tell when you're week one opponent. So let's let's see how they can they can you know back up week one with week two uh, matchup. Next game, Mount Zion versus Greenville, a game that I am calling and Billy will be at this weekend uh, tomorrow night actually in Mount Zion. Mount Zion coming off of a uh, nice Saturday win to start their season off mount zion kind of my surprise pick if you will of our areas mount zion's gonna be one of those teams that if any of these teams are playing in the preseason or not preseason but non-region games if anybody overlooks them mount zion's gonna pop you in the mouth and they're gonna beat you uh greenville billy man i can't i can't wait for you to hear the brad gordon uh interview later on today some of the stuff that they roll out is going to be very interesting on offense and defense the way they play it's a it's a very unique offense and defense so i'm I'm excited to see Mount Zion line up against them and see what Mount Zion has after winning last week. I think Mount Zion wins this game regardless. Um, I, I'm that confident in what Brad Gordon is putting out this year. Um, I, I haven't really done a ton of research on Greenville, but I'm so confident in what Mount Zion's offense and defense looked like on Saturday that I'll, I expect them to win on Friday. I asked Coach, I said, there's rumors out there that you have the fastest kid in West Georgia play on your football team in Malachi Ackles. I said, you know, he's, I heard they tracked him in the 40 and the, the stopwatch burnt up when they were trying to track him and he just kind of laughed at me. Uh, next game is Temple versus Christian Heritage. Temple came out of the blocks and just absolutely destroyed Pike County. It was 41 to 18, I believe, was the, yep. uh, was the final score there. Um, and Coach Nix talks last week sort of about six wins isn't the milestone that's the stepping stone you know they want to get to seven they want to get to eight they want to win these regions they want to go deep into the playoffs and there's no better way to go 10 and 0 than to win the first game and they have another test against christian heritage who i think is a pretty decent squad i, I might be uh misremembering there but I, I thought i remember christian heritage being a decent football team well we'll find out on friday won't we um absolutely it's, it's something that's Christian Heritage is in Mount Zion and, and Bowden's uh, region, so that's the only that's the other region or region opponent in in that region for them. So that's uh, it'll be really interesting to see what Temple can put up against Tem uh, Christian Heritage on Friday. And this will be it looks like Christian Heritage uh, first foray into the last two years. Christian Heritage was in the uh, region. 7A private so this will they are going back into the public reason so yeah I'm, I'm picking I'm gonna give you a sneak pick I'm picking Temple this weekend for this one <laughs> uh, and then the last game is VR at Aniston VR had an off week in the first week and they haven't also have an off week in the last week of the season which is so odd uh, what do you see VR doing out in Aniston 
The amount of smack talk that is going on right now. It's crazy. Is insane. It really is. So I, I'm I'm kind of interested. I, I, I can't wait to see what, what's going to happen with these. Um, Casey and Clay will be in Anderson. I'll be doing the pregame from Mount Zion for this game. But, I, man, I'm, I'm so pumped for this game because I can't wait to see what happens. All right, Billy, what's your game of the week this week for you? My game of the week is Bowden Bremen. I mean, Bowden uh, Central. Uh, Central. Yep. Yeah, I thousand percent agree. Yeah, uh, that that is also my game of the week. Tune in tomorrow to the pregame show uh, for our picks on all the games as we go in a little bit deeper and talk to the coaches sort of about last week and uh, what they plan on doing this week. Billy, this weekend is also college football starting off sort of. It's week, week zero. zero. I, I've never understood that. Just call it week one. It's I don't. Why do we have to make it something that it's not to publicize i don't know that's that always struck me as weird but it's week zero whatever this weekend now tell me out of these four games and i'm pretty sure i'm gonna know your answer what out of these four games are you most interested in seeing fam at unc wyoming at illinois vandy at iowa or uh, vandy at hawaii nebraska versus northwestern in dublin ireland Ding, 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 ding. We yeah, me too. have a winner. I, I'm probably going to tune in to that Vandy-Hawaii game um, because that I'm assuming that is going to be a later game. Yeah, it's going to be on at 1030 uh, in, the a- in the afternoon, 1030 at night. Um, but yeah, it, other than that Nebraska-Northwestern game, week zero is, I don't know, it's cool that we have a kickoff to college football um, and a lot of these other schools have sort of a weekend by themselves, but other than the Nebraska Northwestern game, most of these games are kind of snoozers. Yep. Yeah. Week zero is going to suck this week, but at least we get college football back. Um, and, and game day will be back on, on our air on Saturday. So, yep. you know, I will never, I, I will never, uh, you know, argue against uh, college football, even if it's bad college football, I will never argue against it being on TV. All right, Bryce, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard. Uh, yesterday, we didn't have much. Uh, Carrollton beat South Balding 3-2 in softball. Heard County at Troop County and Mount Zion at Temple were both canceled due to the rain. So that sucks. But at least we got a dub. Uh, Carrollton got a dub yesterday against South Balding. Let's go. On the Stuff at Games and Events calendar uh, for tonight, this is all weather pending, guys. Uh, Temple is at Bowden at 5.30. Heritage is at Central at 5.30. Hurd County is at Carrollton at 5.30. Bremen's at Cahulla Creek at 5. Mount Zion's at Darlington at 5. And Chapel Hill is at Villarica at 6. These are all softball scores. I mean, softball games for tonight. So it looks like pretty much every single team in our area is, is on the block for tonight. Uh, in volleyball, Central is at Temple, and they're facing off against Temple and Adairsville. Heard County is at Paulding County with Paulding County and another opponent. Temple's at home versus Adairsville and Central, as mentioned, and Villeric is at home versus Oak Mountain and Heritage at five. And that is your Stumpet Games and Events calendar for tonight. Billy, you need another cup of coffee, man? Oh, more than you know, brother. Let's do it. Do another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strong with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. If you are buying or selling a house in the West Georgia area, 
give Hannah Strawn a call or find her on Facebook. She will buy or sell whatever house you need as quick as possible. Ow, just hit my thumb. Uh, Billy King Griffey Jr. and Andy Pettit joining the coaching staff for the USA team for the World Baseball Classic beginning next March. I love it. Um, so do I. I. Love to see it. Dude, um, you know, I, I remember watching early versions of the World Baseball Classic and King Griffey Jr. was on the team. So um, I love that he's he's given back and becoming the hitting coach. Um, Andy Pettit's also going to be the pitching coach. So I, I, I love it. I love this move. I can I can take or leave Pettit. I've never been a massive Pettit fan. He was a great pitcher, great pitcher. I've never been a Pettit fan. Uh, King Griffey Jr. though, massive massive Griffey fan. So I love that he's going to be on there. I'm all for this, man. I think it's a great move by baseball. Gavin uh, wanted to be number 24 on uh, his new baseball team because of King. Big Griffey Jeff Jr. Gordon fan. Oh, because he's <laughs> a Jeff Gordon fan. Uh, Oklahoma City Thunder rookie Chet Holmgren, who will be a terrible NBA player, undergoes tests on a foot injury, <laughs> suffered to a pro, <laughs> suffered in a pro am game. They found that he did have some torn ligaments or something. One of the worst picks in the NBA draft ever. Oklahoma City Thunder, you completely wasted a first round draft pick. So congratulations. He's going to put on 80, 80 pounds of of muscle, man. It's gonna it's gonna be good. I mean, it's it's tried and true. When you draft these young sticks, unless they're Kevin Durant or uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, like he's he's not going to be a good NBA player. I just I I don't know. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Former Seattle Seahawk linebacker Shaquem Griffin retires from the NFL. Uh, rather young too. I believe he's only thirty or twenty nine. Uh, this is kind of a string of stuff, Billy, we're seeing lately is a lot of these NFL stars are getting in the NFL, they're making their money, and they're getting out so they can pursue other devices. And honestly, I love that, man. It, it doesn't... I, I do too, man. Let, it doesn't force these NFL players to play until they're 40, you know? Yeah, I, I love it. And King Griffin was, if you guys remember, he was the kid that um, played for, I can't remember if it was Central Florida or South Florida. Central, it was UCF. Yeah. He he had a missing hand. He had a hand amputated, um, and he was running around and tackling people with with only one hand. It was just he was awesome. I, I loved him and loved him in the NFL too. And he got yeah he got drafted. So he, I mean he played in the NFL for four seasons. That's awesome. Um, yeah, decided to retire and he's doing something else. So best of luck to Shaquem Griffin, man. I, I, I love to hear stories like that. Uh, Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy launched tech-infused golf league featuring virtual venues and primetime matches. Billy, I sent you this article yesterday. It seems very unique. I think it's cool. I think it's a, a neat new idea, a twist on golf, that I'm excited to see where it goes just because of who's involved. It's Tiger and Rory, and rarely do Tiger and Rory put their name on products that fail, you know? Um, yeah. So this will be interesting to see kind of where it goes. Yeah, and it's going to be fun for for to be able to watch this because honestly the the golf tech has been so just high tech on these you know simulators that it this is going to be a lot of fun to watch you know what i mean yep um that's my life goal is to get a simulator building in my backyard eventually in golf i have everything planned out in my head and i know how much money it's going to cost it's not going to be something that's going to be built in a year uh but you know 10 10 15 years down the road I do hope to have a golf simulator building in my... But don't, don't tell my wife. Don't tell, don't tell my wife that. Well, uh, thanks. But, listen. That, is, that is very true. <laughs> Hall of Fame quarterback Lynn Dawson passed away yesterday who led the Kansas City Chiefs 
to Super Bowl four win dies at the age of 87. So RIP. This, this man is the shaman, the famous uh, quarterback that if you remember correctly, there's a great picture of him smoking a cigar <laughs> in a halftime of the Super Bowl with a beer yep. between his feet. <laughs> That's an all American legend. That is the greatest photo of all time, dude. Sitting there, halftime, Super Bowl, cool as you can be, smoking a cig and drinking a beer. That's how you do it in the NFL at halftime back then. I love that, man. And, and he's from Ohio. Oh, I didn't know that. Makes him even a greater patriot. Absolutely fantastic American. I did not know that. Uh, and today in 1985, uh, Met Dwight Gooden becomes the youngest pitcher to win 20 games at 20 years old, nine months, and nine days. And he actually still holds that record. He still remains the youngest pitcher to win 20 games. That's, that's he hard will to do hold at that 20 record. years old. He will hold that record for the rest of time. I don't think, yeah, I don't think that's ever going to be beat. That's Kids don't even get called up until they're like 23 or 24 now, much less start 20 games. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, when, he's holding that record for the rest of the time. Billy, you got anything else to add today, man? I'm pumped for Friday, bud. Let's, let's get through today so we can get to Friday. Let's do it, dude. Everybody be safe on your commutes out there. It's wet. You know how Atlanta drivers are when it starts to rain. Be safe. Drive carefully. And we will see you all tomorrow morning. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.